Hello, everyone, and welcome to an all-new Deep Cuts Live. I'm your host, Antoine Reed, and today we have Chris and Ben from Luxury Cigar Club. So uh, as I was saying earlier this week uh, with the last podcast, uh, subscriptions are kind of like the new thing. Uh, they have a nice subscription service, but also just an online store in general. So I'm sure we're going to get lots of good insight into uh, the cigar category and uh, checking in with their business. So let me bring on our guest. Hey, what's going you? on? How are you guys? Great. Doing Thank you great. for having us. Yeah, I was like, says the first, uh, it's the first threesome in a long time. Really? <laughs> so you, I'm glad to be part of it. <laughs> I'm, I feel honored. <laughs> yeah, so you, I, I've worked with you guys on uh, some editorial for some other magazines and stuff in the past. I've been following you all, and I saw you, were, your booth was super, was super busy at PCA, where I saw most people at this year. So what's the... What's the year been like for you all so far? Crazy. Kind of probably yeah, like been. everybody else's year, you know. Um, it's, it's, it's been a roller coaster with everything that's happening. I'm sure a lot of people have talked about COVID and economy and all kinds of stuff like that. And we're just trying to figure out where we fit in and continue to, you know, deliver uh, on time and most of the time. <laughs> That kind of sums it up. Yeah, it's been it's been a year. I mean, the last obviously the last day, three years, at least two years, of course, from a pandemic and such have been a phenomenal roller coaster and such a thrill to be to be on. And this year, you know, this has been like uh, we're in the aftermath, like everything is cooling down. The adrenaline is a little lower. Now it's time to do some uh, adult stuff and exactly figure out where we are we're here for the long haul we've got to make sure that everything is set in place for us to to keep on doing amazing stuff for our members yeah i was thinking about you all with the pandemic because it's like you all were kind of pro like one of those businesses that were kind of really set up well for the pandemic with your your business model of mailing people with the um, cigar of the month kind of club uh mailing people their stuff so, so how is business compared to like how is business now compared to how it was during the pandemic? Are you still seeing that big rush of people coming into the category? Are you kind of seeing like that still that big level of excitement about cigars? Because many companies I know seem very surprised by the those little mini cigar boom that happened during the pandemic. Was it a mini cigar boom? I think it was a pretty big cigar boom and i think it was a again you know uh, the perfect storm for from a lot of reasons in the industry uh, to answer your first part of the question a uh, what we're seeing now again it's like a little bit is subsided on on all aspects so from the manufacturing part from the consumer part from a, the retail part. So everything has went down two notches to where it's supposed to be. I feel not like a super hypey industry that it was, that was very scary for us because it's like, 
we all knew it's like, okay, what's going on? So many new brands, so many new cigars, so many new smokers. And now we see, first of all, who stayed in the game. Not everybody stayed, right? A lot of new players joined, whether new smokers, new companies, new manufacturers, new retailers. And a lot of them just went through the wave and disappeared. And the ones that are staying are, I think, here for the long haul. Yeah, no, I agree. We 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 um, we were right place, right time when we launched when we launched this company. I mean, when you want to talk about getting lucky, we we won the the absolute lottery uh, in, in our positioning when COVID hit, and you know the the average cigar smoker would smoke you know one or two a week, or maybe even one or two a day, whatever his regular level is. And now you're you're at home all day, working from home or not working from home, and you're smoking three or four or five cigars a day. And I mean, I, we hated COVID, but that was that was a crazy change in the industry. And I think I think it's gonna it's gonna level. It has to balance out. It can't stay where it was. And you know, our goal in that leveling is to, to like Ben was saying, to be one of those companies that, that is there consistently through all of it and after all of it. And I think, I think we're positioning ourselves well to do something like that. Um, you know, for us, it's always been about the passion of, of the cigars and just having fun. I mean, we tell this story all the time, but when we first started the club, we had to figure out how to package the cigars in the boxes the right way. So, you know, the post office is not, is very hard on stuff sometimes. And so we would tape boxes up and just throw them around the office, kick them, step on them, just until we found a, a combination that worked. And, and our, our entire goal the whole time has been, let's, let's have fun. Let's have fun doing this and let's deliver a product that we ourselves would like to, to get. And we were our first, uh, our first customers. You know, we signed up, we went through the whole thing to see what the experience would be on the other side. I still get a box every month. I, I don't know if Ben does or not. I'm pretty sure he does. And it's just part of the experience for us is to know what our customers are experiencing. And, and you know, I'm excited. Sometimes I forget what we ship and then I get the box. I'm like, oh yeah, this is awesome. So it's awesome. Yeah. We, sh- we ship, uh, what is it now? Six different boxes a month. Yeah. Yeah. Six different yeah. boxes a month. That makes it about, you can do the quick math. Like, uh, you know, about 60 different uh, boxes every year with at least five cigars or so in each, each box. So we, we send out a lot of cigars, a lot of different stuff that it, it's sometimes easy to, to lose track. But also, I don't know if I agree with Chris 100% about uh, us winning the lottery. Uh, mostly, we were positioned well. And, and when COVID hit, uh, we were well. We were lucky to have a website set up. That's for sure, because we wanted to do it. We postponed it a little bit, then we finally put it up. And pretty much as soon as we put it up, maybe two, three, four months afterwards, everything happened, and the website did really well. But what we did was okay. Now we're all stuck at home. So Chris and I sat. We talked. And we're like, okay, what are we gonna do? We're like, let's get everybody together. Like, how? We we don't know. I mean, I heard about Zoom. I've never used Zoom. I'm uh, <laughs> I sling cigars. I don't. I'm, I'm not like a you know high tech type type person. 
but we found out about Discord. We created the, the, the Discord channel. We invited some of our members. It became, you know, a hangout uh, during the pandemic and after, of course, and a real, a real community was built, which was the, the most essential part of, of our business. And for those people who are tuning in who may not know what Luxury Cigar Club is, how would you describe your business and this, like the business model to like a newcomer? Uh, the best. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I'm, I'm sure everyone's familiar with like subscription services. You can order a popcorn subscription or a camping subscription or a grill subscription. And, and that company puts a box of, you know, the the specifics according to the genre together and ships it to you every month and that's what our foundation is that's what's at the core of our business practices we put together samplers that are curated each month individually by ben and myself um that we like that we think that you as a consumer might like or that we want to introduce you to a new brand or we found something extremely rare and we're able to get our hands on enough of it to share with our our family and, and we send these samplers out every month. What Luxury Cigar, that's what it was when we started. What Luxury Cigar Club is now is a community. Like Ben was saying, we are a group of people um, that are like-minded. We smoke cigars. We enjoy each other. We talk on Discord. We video chat on Discord. But we also have the club and we also have our online store so you don't have to be a member of luxury cigar club to shop with us you can come shop our our curated selection at any point in time um and and that's been a a very popular place for for folks to shop we actually won tobacconist of the year it wasn't last year because it wasn't done that last year but the year before that right we won tobacconist of the year um and that's that's on on our efforts um and and we pride ourselves on delivering that community feel and just the best customer service there is in the industry. I, I know for a fact we offer the best customer service there absolutely is. And that's because that's what we expect of the companies we deal with. If I have a problem and I'm your customer, I want you to take care of me. And, and we feel the same exact way. We want to take care of, of you. We are a, what's it? A customer obsessed. And I customer think- obsessed. From day one, you know, before we even had a business, uh, that's that was the before I could even put it to words. That was what we wanted to do. So we wanted to create a product that that Chris and I loved, that we were extremely passionate about. That's what we were looking for. We're like, you know, we didn't have a, a club. We're like, okay, is there a club? We started looking. There's no such thing. We're like, okay, <laughs> let's create something that we. that we would like to get that I, I want to, you know, the cigars we put in are cigars that I want to open every month and be excited over. And we did it for ourselves. So we wanted to please us first and foremost. And when it became bigger and bigger and bigger, that's still, you know, every single person that's a member of, of luxury cigar club is we treat, you know, not, we treat them like that. We see them as, as either close friend, you know, a lot of, really close relationships have been, uh, you know, did really organically happen, but it, it's, it's our baby and everybody there is our baby. And what we want to do is extend that. So if somebody has an issue, you know, it doesn't even matter. Hey, hey what's up guys? Uh, the rapper and the box. Don't say anymore. I'm sending you a new one. I want your experience to be 
stellar because that's all it is, right? Everybody can can grab five cigars, put in a bag, put in a box, and ship to, to customers. And what we try to do is is make the experience amazing. And, and and what Ben said about anyone can put five cigars in a box and ship them. Every, everybody has that ability. And it's 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 the value that we deliver both in the product that, that our customers receive and in the service that we're going to do everything in our power to offer um, to, to, to make that make us stand apart. And there's a lot of subscription services on the market actually through COVID that that segment has really, really, really grown. And as as it as the, the formula, there's no secret formula that we have for putting cigars together in a box. It's it's the service that we have that is the secret. And we we truly believe we are the best club out there. We're not the biggest, we're not the loudest for sure, but we we believe we're the best. And what I think you all do, and I was telling Alice from uh, my cigar pack earlier this week, like what you all do that's very different from lots of people in the cigar industry is that you build a community like into your, your business. Like I know like most tobacco businesses, for example, say that, you know, we have a community, we have a fan, you know, we're all a family, but you don't see that engagement. And like you follow you all on, on Instagram or, you know, just here in the comment section on YouTube and you see that you all have a, a real community, you know, fan base, um, family base, you know, friends who, who come together. Um, how did you do that? Because I think a lot of people, like I said, I think a lot of people are confused about how to build that kind of community with around their business or their product. It's super easy to do that when what you're doing is what you're passionate about. Like we've, we've both said that you know, we wanted to do something that we were excited about and that we, we were happy to do. And, you know, we don't want this to feel like work. We want to, we want it to feel like fun to be, to be honest with you. Right. And so, you know, discord, our discord community was the, the center stone uh, of that, that community building process, but it's created its own life. And, you know, I, so many times I've been in there herfing with the guys on a video chat, you know, sitting on my back patio, everybody's sitting on their back patios, video chatting away, smoking cigars, laughing about whatever. And that community exists with, with Ben and I there or not. And, and we're just, we're members of that community at this point, you know, they plan meets all across the country. Like Ben was actually just in Austin, Texas, where a bunch of our members rented a huge Airbnb and, went and smoked cigars all weekend like that's that's fun right and and we are we're lucky to be part of the, the community that that our name is on but really it's not us that built it it's it's these people that that just are in love with the cigar and the the camaraderie that have built this community and we're super lucky to be there so so to answer your question we can't tell anyone how to build this these things don't happen unless there's a huge group of people that are committed and involved and it's our customers in this, in this case that are, that are there. And so we're, we're very lucky. I think Ben and I are the lucky, luckiest of all in this, to have this group, this, this family, we, we, at last year in Vegas, we did an, uh, a herf at um, one, during one of the shows. Was it TPE Ben? I don't remember. Hey, I don't remember. I think it was TPE. Yeah, it was TPE. And I and think we had let me know, guys, 60... you're in a little bit. So if I am, just let me know. 
and we had we had almost almost 60 people show up um you know no one lived in vegas everyone drove in flew in i mean that that's that's crazy to us i was like this is crazy like i said i think it's something that even some of the larger cigar brands might uh you know envy because you do have an engaged community that uh, this thing is interesting um that you're you you were able to like you said kind of follow your passion and build a, a a group around you know cigars because i, I, I think follow, the, I, no go ahead sorry i'm saying i think like if you wanted to summarize it you asked the question how do you create that i think specifically this is one thing you can't really create it has to happen it has to be a a group of people, you have to have a core of people that are really engaged and really into what you're doing. And then it builds its, itself. You can't force a community like this because it just, it just doesn't happen. People lose interest really quick and, you know, it starts spreading around. And again, our, the lucky part was that the, uh, the first members of the community that we had were as passionate or even more passionate than us about cigars and about, about a camaraderie and at that point of course there weren't too many options you can go to the movies if you wanted to or you couldn't go meet your friends at the lounge so we were there all the time and the the relationships just built by themselves so if i had to give a tip to someone how to do it it's really, it's really hard. There's no, but you, you, there's no way. There's no. This is the these these communities, all communities that exist in the world, they're they're organic. You know, they're people get together, and eventually you have you have a community. The only thing that Ben and I did, the only thing that we did, was provide a place for these people to meet and be part of it. That's that's all we did, and anyone can do that. It just it, it you know. Uh, so it's, it's our favorite thing, you know, constantly we are, especially our discord community, our community expands further than discord, right? We have some people on Reddit and we have people on Facebook and Instagram and things like that. But the discord community is at the heart of it. And we even listen to these guys are part of our business in a lot of ways, right? Ooh, I found this new cigar you guys should check out. Like that happened today. Someone, I was on the Discord and someone's like, hey, you guys need to check this out. And right away, I'm like, hey, Ben, let's get some samples of this in. Because, you know, we will take all the help we can get. And, and, um, and a lot of the things that we do are community focused and community based. Our, our newest project is a, it's not available anymore, but it's about to start and it's called Create. And we've partnered with uh, La Isla, Tabacalera La Isla in the Dominican Republic um, on creating an industry blend or a consumer blended cigar. Um, so we have five factory blends built and they're going out to all the people that signed up for this. And it's going to be a community based cigar. Everyone's going to smoke it. We're going to get on Zoom together and say, okay, let's tweak this. Let's do this. Let's do this. And at the end, we're going to have a cigar that the the, the members of the create community completely blended on themselves. And um, we're going to put their names on the box, all kinds of cool stuff. So, so everything that we do, we try to make it community focused, community based. In terms of like the cigars that you do bring into the club, 
what I know you just talked about how you kind of take member suggestions, but what kind of cigar products do you look for? Like, do you look for certain blends? Do you look for, you know, the notoriety? Like, does do they have to, you know, meet a certain criteria for you to consider them? Like, what's that process like? The process is pretty straightforward, but it's eh, it's not easy, but it's kind of simple. So, of course, we have to, uh, and I use this term, of course, you're not the first one to, to ask this <laughs> question. I'm sure some of the people watching has, have heard me answer pretty much in the same <laughs> way, probably 50 times. Eh, but it, it doesn't change. So every box, we build a puzzle, right? We have a certain cost that it has to stay within. Otherwise, we lose money. It has a certain value that we have to give out. Otherwise, it, it's, you know, it, it's not valuable enough to our uh, members. Uh, so we have to keep, you know, those two things in between. And, of course, we are looking for a certain quality. So I actually sat today with Bradley from uh, Bradley Rubin, uh, from Alec Bradley. And we talked about a, a few a few things, but one of the things we talked about is the quality of a cigar. He's like, Ben, how do you choose the cigars you put in? Do you like, do you have to love the cigar to put in? And I answered pretty simply. I'm like, that would be impossible. I can't love every cigar we put in there and have Chris love every cigar we put in there. Chris and I have really different palates. Some of the cigars I love, he can't smoke and vice versa. And, you know, out of all our members, I'm sure there's more than two or three varieties of, of palettes, you know. So so what's important is to have a complete package. I, I know a cigar that I might really like, some people might not like, and but I know quality is indisputable. So, you know, when you get a cigar, it looks good. You see the tobacco, you see the love that it got, eh, the construction, eh, the label, the band. You know, these are all things that, that go in there that you know that, you know, it's a complete package. And then, I, you know, it has to have those first and foremost. Then afterwards, we smoke it and we see, is it smoke well? Does it have issues? You know, is it good or not? And then we, we mix and match and make sure that, that these pieces of the puzzle fit uh, the other pieces that we need. And we go ahead with that. And, and that's exactly right. I mean, the business side, right? You have to, you, you make this much if you sell it, it costs you this much. We have to, um, you have to, you have to do it that way. Um, but the other piece that, that I think is important to add is that we can't just to, to, to emphasize what Ben's saying, we can't guarantee that anyone's going to like how something tastes in general, nothing goes in the box unless one of myself or Ben likes the cigar. And if we both like it, it's for sure going in the box, right? Um, the, <clears throat> the other thing is, is we do make sure that quality is there. That's something that we can verify. And so we don't, we rarely put cigars in the box that we can't guarantee are high quality. And we stand behind the quality of the cigars we put in the box, just like Ben said, hey, I got a wrapper that's cracked. We don't ask if the box was damp. We don't ask anything. You got a wrapper from us, it's cracked. We're going to send you another one. All you got to do is reach out and say, hey, I had this this issue and we're going to take care of it. And we smoke a lot of the samples of the cigars that are going into our boxes several times because that's the only way for us to check to see, hey, is there going to be quality in this? Is it going to be consistent? Are the flavors going to be consistent? Are, is the burn going to be consistent? Is the construction going to be consistent? Because we, we do want to guarantee that much, at least. If you Guaranteeing if you like it or not, 
it's impossible because everybody everybody's palates are so different and it's such a subjective um, thing one person will taste raisins and the other person will taste chocolate and and we can't we can't do that so i think our quality control is a really big piece of what we what we do um and ensuring that we're working with brands and manufacturers that are trusted and there's been times where we have had entire shipments of cigars come into the warehouse um for delivery in the club and we're talking large shipments and we've we've sent them back or we've canceled it or we've scrambled and ordered something else because the overall consistency was not what we had anticipated or expected it to be and that's a very expensive thing for us to do but it's it's our it's our commitment to our to our our family that they're going to get at least well-made and consistently smoking cigars. Right. Also just on the other side of the spectrum, we have, and, and if you follow us a little bit and you see the cigars that we put in the boxes here and there, you'll see sometimes brand new brands that you haven't heard of and small manufacturers that, you know, it's the first time you've seen. And when, and, and we get a lot of samples shipped in, you know, a lot of, of small companies and, and big companies, but I'm just talking about new stuff that come and they want they want to go in the box because you know first they they get to they make a nice sale but but just you know putting out the brand so people can experience it and listen oh if you can't hear me can you hear me yep nope you're 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 broken i'm back <laughs> oh, i'm back yeah, and and the cigars, Chris and I both loved them, but uh, the band was horrible. The band was the weakest link. And we're like, listen, guys, you're, uh, the cigars you came up with are awesome, but this is part, you know, we smoke with our eyes a little bit. And when people receive this, we want them to get the value, to see that you loved every bit of what you're doing. You loved the leaves that you chose and you love the cigar enough to give it a band that represents it properly, go back, make, make a new band. You know, it's your first. We'll help you with that. Actually, Chris even helped with graphics a couple of times. And, you know, we're not going to mention which companies they are, but mm -hmm. obviously they went, they did it. They came back, we put them in and, and they're, you know, three, four years later, they're, they're still around and doing very well. So we're happy to be part of that. <laughs> And just like yeah. we create, we try to create that community with our, with our, our members and our family there. We also try to create that same family relationship with the brands and, and, and the people that we work with in the industry. You know, it's a small industry. We're all on the same boat here together. And, and it's our goal to have really strong, you know, familial relationships with these people because, you know, we rely on them for our business to work and they rely on us for, for theirs. And, and it's important to us to have that same familial bond with with the brands and the factories that we work with and and the, the brokers and everyone you know from from start to, to end um it's 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 something we take extremely seriously yeah i was going to say that I, I think a lot of people like when you're talking about the the how you people kind of smoke cigars sometimes they're influenced more visually than we think um i always tell people that you know for the new smoker, sometimes like, like you said, the band is is half the experience. Um, you know, you want to smoke something that that the band looks cool, um, the branding stands out to you, 
And I don't think a lot of brands always take that into account sometimes. And not every brand can, you know, get away with, like you said, maybe a, a band that's not uh, as visually appealing as it could be. Some bands, some brands can get away with that, but not everyone can. Well, while right. ideologically it, it, it should not be about the band, um, it is as much as yeah. it shouldn't be. It, it is. And we call it band shock, you know, don't, don't let band shock rule the way that you smoke. And that's not just, oh, I only smoke Opus or I only smoke Davidoff, but it's also on the other hand, I never smoke, we'll say Gurkha, because that's the one you hear the most, right? And, mm-hmm. and you just don't know. The only way to know if you're going to enjoy it is if you light it and smoke it. And not even once, but maybe two or three times, because what you ate earlier in the day or what kind of mood you're in right now could seriously influence actually our marketing director and I were just talking and I smoked a sample. We got him like, dude, this is terrible. And he smokes and he's like, I love it. And I'm like, let me go back to it. And the second time I smoked it, I'm like, okay, I missed all of this goodness here. So what happened? And, and, uh, and it's just, it's, it's, it's crazy. The bands is so influential, but it's, it's, has nothing to do with how good the cigar is. They are. Mm-hmm. They're part of the. They're part of the appeal. It's like going to a restaurant, and it could be the most delicious thing. But if it comes out of a dirty pot with like a spatula, you know, like a sloppy Joe, you're like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want. I don't <laughs> care how good it is. I want that nice thing, you know, that looks good, might taste less, but in my brain, I already preconditioned myself that this is this is going to be good, and. I think just going through what you said that about, uh, you know, I want a cool band. That was a, a, a really nice trend that happened the past couple of years. It's still going on, right? We still see a lot of cool cigar names and, you know, trendy bands and stuff like that. We've been part of that as well with, with our cigars. And, but people, people do like that. But also people gravitate quality period so even if you look at the heritage companies or new cigar uh, brands that come out and th- th- there's no skull and bones on them or whatever is cool uh, i'm i'm too old to know what's cool uh, but but people see it and they know what that is they know okay if somebody paid attention you know and the band is what how much does it cost you know it's the cheapest part of the cigar it'll cost you from once between one and five cents let's say i'm just exaggerating if you cut corners there, usually it'll subconsciously show the consumer that this is like, okay, if you've saved, you saved once, you know, two cents in the band, how much did you save in the blend? How much did you save in the, in the you know, everything that, that goes around it? And what's the point in saving that? It's like, it's like building a supercar. And then painting it with, you know, Home Depot, Home Depot spray paint. If you're going to build a masterpiece, bring that masterpiece into the band and bring that masterpiece into the box. And then after that, bring that masterpiece into the way that you represent and, and believe in your product. And, and so it's a good indicator to us, to Ben and I, and, and, and the business and the industry that, you know, if the, the corner is cut on the band, is it cut somewhere else? Um, mm-hmm. because it, it is really a small percentage of the cost and it's, it's probably one of the easiest things to get done because you only have to do it once and that band goes on everything for, you know, everything else. So, um, but still don't, don't be that, 
in my opinion, don't be that dude that just picks the prettiest bands and are always smoking that cigar. Cause there's a lot of ugly, ugly cigars out there that taste really good. And I just, it, I'd hate for anyone to lose out on that experience just because of their visual, you know, that supercar is still going to be amazing to drive. It might look like crap. But it's going to be awesome to drive. And, and how do you um, feel about boutique brands? Because I know that I think that word gets thown around in the industry a lot. And now, a days there's uh so many definitions of what makes a brand boutique that it's kind of hard to even use that word but um i mean in this interview so far you've mentioned big and and small brands um so i'm just kind of curious for for you all like does you know does it even matter if a brand is boutique or do you kind of look for something else completely when you're just evaluating brands I think that Ben and I probably have different percep perceptions on this, but what I can say for both of us is that we've both spent a lot of times in a lot of time in cigar manufacturing countries, getting to know factories, factory owners, factory operators, and things like that, and and educating ourselves on where cigars are produced, where the tobacco is coming from, what seeds are being used, who's who's fermenting, who's who's fermenting the tobacco, who's finishing the tobacco, and things like that. Because sometimes it's not the guy that is creating the brand, buying the cigars from the factory that you need to know about. It's what, who's making the cigars actually. And most boutique brands, almost all of them, they contract factories in Nicaragua, Dominican Republic, Costa Rica, you know, wherever to build cigars for them. And, and if we find a brand new, brand new cigar brand we've never heard of, but we hear that it's coming out of, Luciano's factory in the Nicaragua, we know that factory and we know what quality is delivered out of that factory. So it's, it's a much easier evaluation for us to make. Whereas if we have this brand new boutique branded, we've never heard of the master roller. We've never heard of the blender. We've never heard of the factory. We look at that a lot harder. And, and the same thing with band shock. If, if we're not sitting here saying, oh, if it doesn't come out of these factories, we won't work with it. Not at all. We're just going in and doing much deeper research on flavor construction. You know, there's a lot more. The bundle of, 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 of samples is a lot bigger from those brands than it is from others. But we absolutely love the boutique world because it's the one that is open for exploration, right? We can, we can truly enter. There's been several cigars that no one in the country has tried except until it came out in a luxury cigar club box and being able to introduce our family to something so new and so exciting is, is one of those things that makes us happy and that we would love to receive also. Yeah. And I would agree in the aspect that what is boutique today? You know, if boutique used to be, okay, this is a boutique factory or if you know, you, you, a contract a small company and you work with them and the cigar from start to finish is boutique -y. that's one thing but today in reality what chris said is 100 percent true i would dare to say uh, i'll be conservative 80 percent of all the cigars that we call boutique today are manufactured at at big factories that we all know that make their own cigars that we smoke you know i don't know how many brands uh placencia makes you know, that you would never know. AJ Fernandez, for sure. You know, you know the line of AJ, but I, I'm not going to name names in case uh, 
it's not really important, but a, a lot of brands that we smoke every day that we don't even know that he made. And does it matter? Again, what Chris said is correct. We know that if something was made at the Placencia factory, we know to begin with, it is, we know the rollers. We've seen them work, you know, we know the products that come out of there under their own name. So I know that the cigars that I'm going to smoke from this boutique uh, factory is going to most likely be good. But in reality, the more interesting thing for us is the actual little boutiques. To smoke something, okay, I don't know what to expect. I don't know. Is it going to be good or bad or whatever? Let's see. And sometimes they're amazing surprises. And and that's the beauty of it. There's been some, I think Ben's it. breaking up a little. What's the last cigar that each of you kind of smoked that really surprised you that you were kind of taken back by? Uh, like you mean from a boutique? I just mean from, from anybody. It could be boutique or or oh, the la- the, I can I can answer that easily. Uh, Nelson Alfonso's newest high end super limited release, the Alfonso, is probably one of my all time favorite cigars. Now, um, I it's expensive and it's very hard to get. Only twenty stores in the entire country got any, and we are lucky enough to be one of them. And it is, I mean, on another world for me. It 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 went to my number one spot so fast. And if I could afford to smoke through a box of them a month, I would easily. If there was enough of them for me to even do that, I would. There aren't. There are not. <laughs> there are not. Uh, for me, maybe it is a smaller brand, Casa de Sueños. I don't know if you heard of them. Uh-huh. And you have? And yep. I was introduced to them actually by a good friend, Leo from, from Nova, introduced me to Patrick. He sent some samples over and I was blown away. I'm like, okay, this, you know, this is one of these things that you, you get surprised. You come with no, no pre prejudgment and you're like, okay, let's see what, what's here. And great. Uh, and I, I agree with that, you know, coming from the boutique side, like what's a brand that we've never heard of that we can't really figure out where it's manufactured. You know, I think they have a Facebook page. There's not a lot out there about them. And I'm like, I'll smoke them. And even Sam, our marketing director, which is really heavily involved in working through samples with us and stuff like that. We all smoke this cigar and we're like, whoa, this thing is good. And there's been a few standouts like that. Viva La Vida is one um, back in the day. That one just, we're like, what is this? And oh my God, uh stolen throne crook of the crown i remember that one more than probably anyone that cigar changed my perspective on on mexican san andreas wrapped cigars to be honest with you and i'd never heard of it when we first got the samples and you know we've been able to help establish them and generate this really long and healthy relationship and build customer base for them so when you find those wins those big wins it's so invigorating you know it's like this is this is this is freaking good wow and that's what we do that's what we look for to bring to to our members because that's again going back to our original point that's what we want and we try to build a box according to what we want to get you know what we we would enjoy and of course our tolerance keeps going up and up and up so (laughs) i mean the the plus side is there have been so I can't even quantify how many new cigars came out in the past three years from all kinds of uh, uh, little uh, manufacturers. And actually, I just got a text from Patrick. I guess she's watching the show. How's it going, Patrick? 
And so, you know, I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 but they're on the other side because of the huge explosion and new, you know, people trying to take advantage of the cigar boom, whether it's big, small or medium. There's a lot. We have a huge cooler full of samples that have been kind of we've said no to construction issues, flavor issues, a lot of stuff. So one of the things that we offer in our service that is different than others, while a brand new brand is represented in Luxury Cigar Club, it's a huge marketing benefit from them, right? We buy your cigars and we give them to thousands of, or we sell them to thousands of people who are going to smoke them because they have no idea what they're ordering. It's coming to them. They're going to smoke them. It's a giant cut and light. Yeah, they own it. It's theirs. So they're going to smoke them. And so new brands want to work with us because we're a great way to introduce, you know, any club really that has any kind of a footprint is a good, great way to introduce themselves. But we won't just take a new brand. It's like, oh, if you help me out, we'll give you a 50% discount or something. It's not what it is for us. We'll pay whatever the price is. Our goal is to deliver a good product. And so what you get from us is you get kind of a gatekeeper and sense that we kind of filter through the brands that are, on the right path to producing cigars, you know what I mean? And you filter out the ones that maybe you're just trying to make a quick buck or capitalize that don't have the passion, that don't have the history, that don't have the innovation um, that, that we're looking for. In terms of um, some of your members, like what kind of feedback are you getting from them in terms of what are they liking and like what kind of cigars are they kind of gravitating towards? What's kind of really getting them excited from the cigar uh, category today? Jeez, it's all over the board, man. <laughs> it's all I, over I'll take, I can take that. I think <laughs> uh, so there, there was like this big boom and just feel free to start talking when I, <laughs> when I break out because the internet's terrible, but uh, there was a big boom of these exciting new cigars, you know, cool bands, a weird collaboration stuff like that people wanted to experiment you know any new thing that came out with some kind of cool band or name was like the hottest thing and everybody needed to have it i think we managed to avoid most of it as far as just sending out hype but people realized after a while that a lot of these cigars are not what they're looking for so so we get that we get that feedback from from our members and that's not what, you know, that's not where we're going. And I'll tell you more, more than that, the most of the feedback that I do get is actually from cigars that they might like less because, and that's just me convincing myself, it, most of the cigars, 90% of the cigars we send out are good and they love them. But once in a while, there's a cigar, they're like, hey, Ben, I really didn't like this cigar, but I'm happy I smoked it. Now I know that I don't like this leaf or that leaf or this size was too big for me or, or stuff like that, that, that helps them grow as a, as a connoisseur, as an aficionado that, that is heavily invested in this, uh, in this hobby. That's a very expensive hobby, by the way. So obviously you want to only smoke cigars that you really, really enjoy, but that's impossible because if you do that, it means you have not developed uh, yourself. In, in this aspect so i'm always happy to hear that sometimes if i disagree with them i'm like hey listen this is a great cigar you just smoked i'm gonna send you another one smoke it again tell me what you think just like chris said now that sam told him that you know really good try it again 
and he smoked it again. He's like, okay, I see what you're talking about. So for yeah, me, it's, we've it's, all, we've all had that experience. I've, I've pulled cigars absolutely. out of my, you know, I've pulled cigars out of my personal humidor. You know, one of our members, I all hear say, oh, I did not like this. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Wait a second. You got to be wrong because I love this here. I'm going to send you more smoke them. Tell me what you think. Right. Like, cause it's not about anything other than I want you to have a good experience. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And you know, smoke it two more times and you tell me you don't like it. I'm going to believe you, you know, because maybe you missed something there. And, and, and that's exciting to me, right? Like trying to have, just having those dialogues about what's good, what's not good, why it's good. Our members, you know, are, are all over the board there. Our core membership is, is a very advanced group. You know, they're always looking for the cutting edge. And a lot of the times they're ahead of us even, you know, they're like, well, look at this, look at this. I'm like, where are you guys finding this stuff? You know what I mean? And, and, and so it, it's really exciting. The, 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 I, I've likened the cigar industry to like the beer, the craft beer movement. You know what I mean? For, there was only Miller and Bud and, and now every little city has its own little brewery that has its own amazing little recipe. And I think that's what cigars are doing um, on, on, on a new level. Uh, and it's really exciting to see. It's a good point. And especially in that stuff. So in this world, let's call it the TikTok world, just uh, so we're on the same page. I, the main thing that everybody's fighting over is your attention. We want your attention for a second especially when we're trying to sell something, right? If it's an idea or a product or whatever. And all these craft beers, there's one thing that, that you know, is associated to all of them. They have cool names. They have weird pictures on them, you know, because they're like, oh, I want to try that one because this caught my eye. It looks really good. Oh, this one is called, you know, peaches and cream, whatever. I really like peaches and I want to drink that. Or, you know, and the same with the cigar world. That's what went, you know, it, but that only gets you far enough. It gets you far enough to sell one cigar or sell one can of beer or a bottle of beer. And then it has to do the work. Because if it's good, you'll buy it again. But they accomplished what they wanted, right? They just wanted you to give them a shot. And if it's crap, you know, you move to the next one. There's a million to choose from. So same with the cigars. You know, the cool bands, the beautiful stuff. It's only good enough for you to try it once. And then the cigar has to, to do its thing. I think a, a few minutes ago we were you were touching a little bit on the the knowledge that cigar smokers have and that your members have. Um, we what questions are they kind of coming to you all with? I'm always curious because I feel like education. What I've learned at least in 2022 is that education is such a big part of the cigar industry right now, and that so many people want more knowledge. But I'm always curious about what questions are they actually asking. You know, it's a it's a it's a gambit of questions. Anything from associations, you know, familial associations of cigar brand owners and things like that. To what do you like to what are you smoking right now? Are you allowed to talk about what you're smoking? Sometimes we don't talk about what we're smoking, and mm -hmm. all the way to you know how does this Maduroing process work and why is this leaf this color, and and everyone is on a different tier. You know, everyone's at a different path and the journey, which includes Ben and my, you know, Ben and myself, we, we will never know what some of these, these guys and the DR, some of these master blenders know, we'll never ever be able to attain that level of knowledge. But it, but 
we get all kinds of questions. I mean, all, I know I do all kinds and I love all of them. I love being able to answer them if I can. Most of the time I'm like, I don't know that, but let me see if I can figure that out for you. And the beauty in having a community like this of, I'm just going to say it straight up, cigar nerds, is that when you bring up a question like that, either somebody already thought about that question, you know, if you bring it up in a, in a forum uh, and helps you uh, or just gives you the answer or everybody tries to think about it, you know, if it's a question, you know, or research and bring up the correct answer, whether it's, you know, how to season your humidor or uh, like Chris said, how, what, what's the process of Maduroing a cigar? And what we try to do in the education, on the education side is we try to, to bring stuff that is more a, how do I call it, experience related, whether it's like create that Chris explained like, okay, this is how a cigar, a blending process works, right? If you're not a, a master blender doing the actual, you know, picking the leaves and such like if you're just a boutique owner working with a with a big blender they make some blends for you You tell them like oh i want it to taste like whatever uh padron because i really like it and he will do something that's similar and then you sit you smoke it then you send it back and you tell him hey i want it a little sweeter in the in the beginning i want less pepper i want this that and then it comes back and we will <laughs> do that with them for them to, to experience that aspect of it or another project that we had cigar university where we wanted to ex- to have a way to experience the difference of a different components in a cigar so we made a five cigars with the same a binder and filler just different wrappers and you get to smoke them side by side back to back however you want and see what the difference is when you know th- that just one leaf does, and the same with the with the binder, and the, we did the same with the filler. So it's all kind. You know, it's education that you can actually part- consume. Let's say that because it is a consumable, like our friend Jonathan uh, from Jay London says, it's consumable art, and I agree with that. Now, do you all have um, a? program i know when i was speaking to you all a, a while back sorry uh, when, when i was okay. speaking to you all a, a while back you were you had a program um a part of luxury cigar club that benefited retailers do you still have that program we do so we create um small batch i mean small production size blends um, mm-hmm. for ourselves, but we partner with other factor, other brands almost exclusively to do this. So we have out of the Viva La Vida lineup, we have an exclusive size, which is the Lancero that they created for us. We're the only place you can purchase that. Dapper Desvolito Bellicoso is exclusive to Luxury Cigar Club. Um, there's others that I can't, J London Pyramides is exclusive to Luxury Cigar Club. And then we have some of our own blends that we've done with Matt Booth at Room 101, um, with Tabacalera Diaz Cabrera. We actually had a blend that we were getting ready to release, and it unfortunately did burn down uh, at uh, Tabacalera William Ventura. Um, and, and what we've done is we've created these really exclusive and, and hugely sought-after products based off of our relationships with other brands, other manufacturers. 
And we, we created those, those collaborations to show our, our solidarity with, with the industry and saying, you know, it's not about us, it's about everyone. And we want to deliver unique and exclusive product. And, and, and we've said since then that, hey, if you are a brick and mortar store, we will give you access to this stuff at the same pricing as if you were going to, if we were buying it. And the reason we've chosen to do that is because we want to share our passion with as many people as we possibly can. And, and we want to share the artistry of these brands and factories we're working with, with as many people as we can. And, and so it's not about, oh, we don't want you to have it because it's ours. It's about, well, look at this awesome thing that we got. We want you to have it. And, and it's, it's been, it's been well-received. Um, it's, it's growing uh, and it's exciting. Yeah. And another part of it is, is the fact that we wanted two more things out of it. A, we wanted our members to have a place where they can go locally. We get, of course, we want to keep all the business, but it's not what we're about. We are about the community to a very high degree. And we wanted to make a available to our members, a place in their own town, or if they're traveling and they're in a different town, a place where they can a go, and get a, our cigars and be a have a place to go where they will feel at home a little bit. So that's one side of it. And on the on the retailer side, we wanted to support brick and mortar in a way that we share our members with you. Hey, be a it's called PRP Preferred Retail Program. A you join the program, it doesn't cost you a dime. And we put you on the website. We ever, you know, you, there is a way for our members on our website to see in this town where it is. So we want to send you our members so they can come and sit with you and spend money with you and, and be part of your establishment as well. Because we understand, I think more than anyone, almost, that's a, <laughs> a big statement, uh, that, uh, without, that the brick and mortars are the backbone of, of this industry and, of course, the community. That without them, you know, we're all just online cigar slingers like Amazon, and you know, there is no soul to that. And 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 that that's that's exactly right. You know, without the brick and mortars across the country purchasing the cigars, the brands supporting the brands, the brands wouldn't exist. You know, you have mm -hmm. to have this massive network of customers to to make a cigar brand work. And we benefit from their purchases. And this is, you know, one way for us to say, here's some of our customers. Here's some exclusive product that your competitors around you probably don't have. And here's, here's, a, here's a good relationship. We want to have a good relationship with you, you know. And, and, and that's really, that's what the goal of the program is. Awesome. At this point in the show, I usually ask two kind of similar questions to close out the show. Um, the first of those questions is what's your, what's your why, what motivates you to do what you do? I, I think, think that's easy for both of us to answer. Yeah, go ahead, Chris. Start. Our, our, our family, you know, at first the why was probably why everyone starts a business and cigars because they wanted to smoke them cheaper and, <laughs> and they didn't want to work for the man anymore. But my why now, the, the thing that keeps me getting up and pushing as hard as I can is because I have this, this family that I want to continue to, to, to support in the way that we are part of their lives. Yeah. I, would, I bet Ben's is the same. 
it's similar. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a different aspect of it. And it's, we have a very strong desire to make, and Chris keeps saying the word family, and I have to emphasize that it is how we see a, our, you know, the club members, as, really as our extended family. But we want to make people happy through cigars, you know, because that's, that's our tool to do it. So, again, like making happy customers, you know, giving you a good experience, and making you excited when you, you know, when I see somebody doing an unboxing video or something like that, or when somebody posts on Instagram, I'm like, Uh-oh. holy <laughs> bleep, look at this box. You know what I mean? Yep, you're broken. But you get it. You get my answer. Yeah. Um. <laughs> The, the, the last question is someone sees what you all have done and they know that you all are entrepreneurs and business owners and they have an idea for a business of their own. It might not be related to cigars or tobacco, but um, they come to each of you and they say, what's your the best tip that you can offer for a, somebody who's, like I said, trying to build up their own business or start out on their own? What's your one tip for them to kind of get started in the right way? That's easy. That's easy for me. I'm going to, if I break up, just imagine I give the best answer ever. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But the tip I would give you is it's going to be silly, but just do it. If you do it, it will happen. That's it. I mean, there's so many great ideas out there, everybody. and, And I do get a lot of people coming to me with ideas and some of them are great. Some of them are not all of them. When, when the person goes ahead and does it, they are successful. All you, really, all you have to do is be like, okay, I'm doing it. I don't need this whole plan. Uh, uh, my answer is exactly the, best, the same. Was it the best it's, answer ever? <laughs> it was the best one, man. It's the best one. You know, you, you, not to be cliche or, or anything, but you, you miss a hundred, a hundred percent of the swings you don't take, you know, and, and I'm sure anyone who's even listened to any entrepreneurial discussion, Ted talk, whatever, uh, you'll hear that. Yeah. You know me for my successes, but you don't know me for my failures and most successful business men and women uh, have a list of failures that is pages against their successes. Mm-hmm. And so you just have to do it. And if you fail, you fail. You're not going to die. You're just going to be beat up a little bit, but it's going to give you knowledge you and experience. So, <laughs> so, but it's going to give you knowledge and experience that you wouldn't be able to have without that failure. Ben and I in Luxury Cigar Club, we fail daily on ideas we have. There's so many programs that we've launched that are dead and ideas that we've launched that just didn't work. It, it's not, it's it, the failures don't matter. It's the successes that matter. And you have to go through failures to succeed. It's if your expectation is to launch a business or have an idea and have it just work, it's one in a million, you know, go play the lottery. That's the same thing. Or there's another thing that says, you know, it takes whatever I think it, Opinions vary, but it takes 10 years to be an overnight success. But you have to be in the game. You have to start. Once you start, you're going to make – there's going to be success. 
small successes after another, you know, until you reach it. But you have to move. There is no other way. It's not going to be like, okay, this is my million dollar uh, idea. It's a million dollar idea, but it's going to take you five years to get there. So at first, it's going to be a, a thousand dollar idea and then a five thousand dollar <laughs> idea. And I'm going to finish the sentence before I break. <laughs> and and, and the, the other thing I'll just add is, is operate with honesty and integrity. You know what I mean? Uh, there, uh, anyway, you know, you, you'll be known for your, 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 your lie for a lot longer than, than your truth. And that's not what you want to be. You know, you just do the right thing all the time. Always do the right thing. And if it costs you money to do the right thing, spend the money because that's going to be worth way more than doing the wrong thing. Right. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, at, at this point, I want to give you all a chance to kind of mention the website and the social media stuff. And I'll bring up a quick banner to kind of for those people who are watching. But for those people who are listening, could you tell people what website, what banner that they need, uh, you know, what? Instagram, all that kind of stuff that they need to kind of be aware of to kind of get more information on Luxury Cigar Club. We are Luxury Cigar Club everywhere. You know, Instagram, Facebook. I think we have a Twitter. Uh, uh, and online, you know, Luxury Cigar Club, you will find us somehow. If you message us on Facebook, you'll get us. You message us on Instagram, you'll get us. Email us, call us. You have questions, we're there. We're there. Yep. Make ourselves easily available. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you both for, for coming on today and sharing some information about Luxury Cigar Club. Like I said, I, I, I feel like I get a text from, from Luxury Cigar Club every day. So I feel like I'm, I'm in the know. And right before we went live, <laughs> I was looking at your website because you were saying that you had the Fuente Rare Pink, uh, a sampler pack or something. <laughs> So, like I said, every day I'm, I'm getting like a little Luxury Cigar Club update. So uh, I'm glad that you all were able to join me today for a quick little hour chat. And you'll have to come back on at some point and uh, share more about Whenever you Luxury want. Cigar. Awesome. And thank you. Thank you for this. Thank you so much for having us. This one was a pleasure. Yeah. Like I said, yes. thank you for coming on. And thank everyone for watching today. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. Uh, make sure you hit the like or subscribe buttons. And if you're listening to this on any of the podcasting platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Radio, uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button and leave a comment or a review. Uh, I always ask for reviews. You're not going to hurt my feelings. If you have something critical to say, uh, and if you have something positive to say, you can add that too, because both kind of help me to uh, improve the show. Um, and if you missed any of this episode and uh, or you want to see all the other 112 episodes in addition to this one, you can catch all the episodes on deepcutslive.com or on YouTube. It's youtube.com slash deepcutslive. So either place. So um, thank you again. And until next time. Thank you. Thank you.